Yusha, A Sonic Adventure, Episode 5, Blinking. Hello, Nola. This is Pal speaking. I'm slowly bringing you out of cryosleep. Please stay nice and calm and follow these next steps closely. For now, keep your eyes closed and listen to the sound of my voice. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. The rest of the crew are being woken up as we speak. Everyone is fine, and the Purusha is just as you left it. If you could wiggle each finger in turn for me, starting with the thumb on your left hand and working your way across to the thumb on your right. Good. And now the same with your toes. Everything is just as you left it. Everything is fine. In your own time, you may want to open your eyes, sit up, and remember where you are and who you are with. Breathe in, breathe out. Hello, James. This is Powell speaking. Get off me! Get off! Get off! Stay away! Stay away from me! Get back! Get back! Stay back! Stay Stay back! Stay back! We we need to go back! We need to go back! We need to go back! James? Colbrook, please remain calm. Stop it! We need to go back! We need to go back! James! What's happening? Go back! Go back! Go back! Go back! Go back! Blood glucose! Easy, buddy. Go back. Go back. James. We can't go that way. What's going on? What's happened to him? If you need any assistance, I can... Pow, shut up. We can't go that way. He isn't well. Help him. We have to stop it. And then what's happening? I don't know. He just woke up like this. Is he dying? It's waiting. James. Oh, James. Watch me slowly drift away. Humming this little tune. Hate to go, but I just can't stay. We're on the dark side of the moon. James? Captain? You're okay? Jesus Christ. Risen from the dead. I suppose we're similar. Um, not that I'm not enjoying this little cuddle, but, uh... I am very aware that I am naked and you're all stood around looking at me like, um... James! Yes. Why do you keep saying my name? What's going on? He's freezing. Is that right? None of this is right. What happened to your face, Ambed? You did. Could you lie back on the bed for me, James? I just need to run a couple of tests quickly. Doc, you're scaring me a little. Um, what happened? That's what we're trying to find out, buddy. Just breathe. He doesn't remember. Remember what? You just had a slight episode. What do you mean an episode? I I just woke up. It's okay, James. Just listen to me and lie back. I'd like you to keep wiggling your fingers and toes whilst I ask you a couple of simple questions. It will be okay, James. Pow. Begin tomography. Actually, Captain, if you wouldn't mind, could we have the room? Of course. 
Ymir, why don't you come with me? Let's go and see if the ship's all in one piece. Oops. Sorry. Sea legs. Guess I haven't walked for a while. Don't worry, I'll clear it up. Both of you go easy. I don't think any of us imagined our wake-up would be like this. I think we could all do with a little check-in at some point as well. We'll come and meet you on the bridge in a bit, okay? Bye, James. Uh, Ahmed, seriously, what's going on? Am I okay? That's what we're going to find out. Scan is nearly done. I'm just going to ask you some routine questions. Nice and easy. What's your name? Clint Eastwood. Brilliant. What's the name of the ship? The Perusha. Mission safety word? Frankenstein. Voice command not authorised. Overruled. Calm down, pal. False alarm. Right, I need you to talk me through everything you can remember up until now. Okay. Um, I remember our Mars recording. I remember you saying something about teaching a pig to hibernate. And then I woke up and Emir was singing to me. And Did everyone get that wake-up call? Not really, mate. Pow, play back James waking up. Don't touch me! Don't touch me! I've seen what's out there. I saw what was out there. It's waiting for us. It's waiting! What is that? Is that me? But I didn't say that. Stay lying down, James. It's okay. We're nearly done. I didn't say that. Pupils are heavily dilated. Heart is beating out of its normal synthesis rhythm. <sighs> James, I think what your body is experiencing is the effects of extreme hypothermia. Well, that sounds bad. Well, it would be, but your scans are all fine. It's just your body thinks it's ill. So it's psychosomatic? Which might explain your psychosis just now. Am I going to die? No. Sadly, I think you're going to live. Ambed, what on earth was I talking about? I was hoping you might tell me. You really remember nothing before you hear a song. Just closing my eyes. It's like blinking. My best guess. Some kind of residual dream. Maybe you were in the midst of a pretty unpleasant nightmare and it carried over into the real world for a moment. Can I stand up now? You tell me. Physically, you should be good to go. You're showing no signs of bone deterioration and you still have a killer left hook. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's going to bruise. Maybe I did know what I was doing. So now what? Now I need to sit down. I suggest you go do the same. Not here! Go be somewhere else for a minute. So we did it then. With 35 years in the future. Give or take. And if everything went to plan, then we are approaching the Philharmonic. Through the looking glass. Everything okay? Yeah. I thought I just remembered something. But it's gone. Man, I'm tired. <laughs> I'd have thought you'd slept enough for one lifetime. Am I 60 now? You look great for your age. Put some clothes on, then rest yourself up, okay? I don't want you doing anything strenuous for the rest of the day, and if you feel even a bit off, I want you to come back here straight away. Yes, Doc. Thanks again, and... Um... Colbrook and Ambedkar, Section Leader Muller is requesting your attention immediately. Shall I put her through? I think it's going to be a long day. You okay? I have a splitting headache, but yes. Pow, put her through. How are you both getting on in there? We're all good, Muller. James is back to being annoying as ever. Good. Sorry to interrupt, but if you're done, why don't you come up here and meet us pretty quickly? There's something that you both need to hear. 
That's incredible. It was listening. It was really listening. <sighs> it's something. It's definitely something. Pal, when did this start? When did it change? This new cycle started 78 hours ago. A new cycle? Yes. I believe the frequency has been incrementally changing since we first started broadcasting to it. It was just harder to detect then. As we've grown closer, the changes seem far more prominent. Closer as in proximity, right? Not you and the frequency have grown closer. Yes. Right. So, what does it mean? It's talking to us, right? It seems that way. We don't know that. You can hear it, James. It's changed its song. He's right. What? Just because it's changed in the last 35 years doesn't mean that we affected it. We don't know when it changed or if it changed because of anything we did. And just because it's changed doesn't mean it's sentient. It might just be a, a reflection. A sonic mirror. I don't know how many more times I can say this. There are weird things in space. Pal, are you recording it? Yes. I've recorded everything since we left. So could you show us each of its cycles and when they happened? Yes. I think the best thing to do would be analyse the sound. Break it down and look for patterns. See if it's replicating any of the themes from our recordings. Then we'll know if it's talking to us or not. Can we stop saying talking to us? What would you prefer? We can call it interaction. That's what we're trying to find out. Whether there is any cause and effect, right? Interaction. Whatever. And that's a good idea, Ambed. I'd like to hear everything we missed as well. But I think, for now, that can all wait. Really? Yes. We've all just woken up and James has hardly had a chance to put his clothes on. We're in no fit state to start solving the mysteries of the universe. Let's hold fire until we're on the Philharmonic. We've waited 35 years. We can wait another three days. Let's use this time to get ourselves adjusted and the hard work can start when we're docked. I don't know about the rest of you, but I could use a bit of time to get my head back into gear. I feel like I've got some sleep in my eye that I haven't been able to blink out yet. I feel that. Well, these screens always this bright. First port of call needs to be checking in with Quietland. We need to know everything is still on track. Pow, what's the latest from Isaac? Pow? Message received one week ago. <coughs> Good morning, Section Leader Muller. This is Quietland's commanding officer, Isaac Petty. I suppose I've had a promotion since we last spoke. That's not the only thing that's changed, but <clears throat> let's go one thing at a time. If you are listening to this, you have just successfully woken up from the longest ever attempted cry of sleep. I can't imagine how you're feeling, but may I be the first to say it's wonderful to have the four of you back with us. I can't wait to hear your voices and maybe some new music in the coming days. All being well, you can look out the window and see the Philharmonic. The next step of your mission is to get yourselves docked and settled into your new working environment.
for the foreseeable future. The main thing you need to know right now, though, is that you're not going to be alone on the Philharmonic. Sorry for keeping you in the dark on that. You'll be welcomed to your new home by fellow musicians Martin Cobbler and Naomi Warshaw, better known amongst Quiet Land as the composer and the soloist. What? I'm sure you'll all have a lot of questions, but they'll be able to bring you up to speed better than I can. I'm sorry we can no longer talk in real time, but once again, welcome back to the waking world, and I look forward to hearing from the four of you. I'm sorry. What? You know he can't hear you, right? The composer and the soloist. Did you know about this? Vaguely. What does that mean? I knew they'd be there, but I didn't know who they were. Naomi Warshaw is a genius. And Cobbler's the, um, you know... Modern Pavarotti? Exactly. (laughs) It's not over until the fat guy sings. This wasn't something they thought we might need to know. This wasn't something you thought we might need to know. How long have they been there? They left two years before us. What have they been doing? Same as us? That's honestly as much as I know. They were still asleep when we left Earth. But they've had a two-year head start on us. Two years of composing. Two years of interaction. It, It could be them. They might have been the ones making the frequency change. It might not be speaking to us at all. Or they might have all the answers we're looking for. That all remains to be seen. If you've got anything else you want to get off your chest about the composer and the soloist, then you can say it straight to Isaac. She knows you won't yell at an old man. I might. Oh, Isaac. His voice. He sounds so frail. Can we see it, then? The the Philharmonic? Home sweet home? Yes. Powell, open the visor. Let's get a look at her. I can't believe there's going to be someone else on board. I, I, I don't know whether to be angry or ecstatic. There she is. It's bigger than I thought it was going to be. Where is it? Right there. Near that weird orange star. Oh. Is it just me, or does space look different out here? Yeah. Completely. Maybe bluer? It's almost... Skeletal. Like we're getting closer to the edge. And God's running out of atoms. It's certainly not our space. I'm going to go and sit down for a while. If anyone needs me, I'm going to be in Pow's control room. I think after all these years, he could do with a little MOT to make sure he's running fine. Is there a problem with Pow? I don't think so. But better to get on top of it before it becomes a problem. Right, Pow? Absolutely. Muller, there are a few other messages from Quietland that you may want to listen to. Thanks, pal. And Jameer, you also have correspondence from home. From home? Is it Devon? Go easy, Jameer. Isaac's right. A lot is going to have changed while we've been asleep. Just go easy on yourself, okay? Don't walk before you can run. May I excuse myself? Okay. I'll catch up with you all for dinner. I guess I'll just see if I can remember how a guitar works, then. Before you do that, I'd like to see if you can get hold of anyone on the Philharmonic. It'd be nice to say hi before we docked. Yeah, roll out the red carpets, put the kettle on. Sure. We'll catch up here at dinner. 
Hello, Yume. Are you ready to listen to your recordings? Oh, hi, pal. Looks like you beat me back to my room. I guess it wasn't a fair race. This is probably a stupid question, pal, but... Has the ship changed at all? I don't understand what you mean. I just got lost on the way from the bridge to my room. I've walked that route thousands of times and I just... I couldn't find my room, pal. I don't know. I guess I'm feeling a little disorientated from my big sleep still. In what way do you feel disoriented, Ymir? I guess I'm misremembering. But it feels like there are rooms that aren't where they used to be. Like the ship has been rearranged. And I feel like there's a part missing, but I, I can't put my finger on it. Well, as custodian of the ship, I can guarantee that everything is the same as you left it. Moving rooms around is a little beyond my spec. If it brings you any comfort, I can show you Purusha's floor plan from takeoff and now, side by side. No, thank you, pal. Like I said, I'm, I'm sure it's all in my head. Anyway, I'm here now. You said there were messages from home. Pal? Yes, Yumu. I was just checking. Recording one. Say hi to Mummy, Devon. Say hi. <laughs> Is someone a bit shy now? Uh, say hello, Mummy. Say it with me. Hello, Mummy. Hello, Mummy. What do we want to say now, Devon? What do we want to say to Mummy? Mummy up in space with the stars? Come on, Devon, I know you're full of questions. Can you see what you are doing? Yes, we, we know that space is very black, so we'd like to know how you can see what you're doing. Uh, we've been learning lots about space, haven't we, Devon? We said we wanted to go to space when we go up and come find Mummy sooner. I miss you too, Devon. Oh, it, it's okay, Devon. Well done. Mummy loves you. This message will make her very happy. Okay, shall we do another one next week? Yes. Okay, well, let's say goodbye to Mummy for now, then. Bye, Mummy. Shall we do big kisses? Mwah! Mwah! End of message. Are there more, pal? Yes, you may. How many more? Pow! 112. Oh, my boy. My little boy. Could you play the next one? Yes, you may. However, then you must return to work. What? Quietland has instructed me to play you no more than two recordings in a six-hour cycle. But they are mine, pow! They are mine to listen to. I need to hear them all. That's my boy. Quietland believes, in order to preserve a better semblance of passing time, that a limit is put in place. Play the recordings, pal, please. That was my little boy. That was his voice. I need to hear him, pal. I need I to. I will play you another, Ymir. But then I am sorry. You must return to work. Then play me the last one, pal. Let me hear him now. What is he, 36? Oh, God. I'm sorry, Ymir. My instructions are to play recordings chronologically to ensure emotional continuity. Oh, for God's sake, pal, you have no idea. You have no idea. If you had a heart, you'd understand how cruel this is. Recording two. Happy birthday, Mummy.
I'm sure it's just your fingers getting used to it again. I'm not sure you keep your muscle memory after 35 years. It's not that. I just can't play anymore. Whenever I look down at my trumpet, my eyes swim. I can't focus. There's no, there's no depth to it. Or there's way too much. I can't work out if my hands are close or far. Is that still the case? I don't know. It settles for a bit and then it goes again. Take your own advice, Miller. Go easy. Maybe go have a lie down. There's nothing more to do until we reach the Philharmonic. Like you said, there's no need to push yourself too hard. No one's ever put their bodies through something like this before. These might all be completely normal side effects. Like James? Not so much. But, but he seems okay now. What was that? Should we be worried? I honestly don't know. But I'll keep an eye on him, Miller. I'll keep an eye on all of you. Thanks. You're right. Maybe this is all completely normal. Maybe in a few days we'll be laughing about this with Naomi and Martin. We can compare notes. I can't believe you knew. It is what it is. I was going to tell you. It is what it is. It doesn't matter. I'm just... I'm a fan. Of? Martin, the soloist. You don't have to whisper, Ambed. You're allowed to like things. My dad took me to see him at the proms a few years ago. I mean, a few decades ago. He used to call him the man with three lungs. Are you going to get all bashful when you get to play with him? Maybe. But I think I have something that will impress him. All of you, actually. Oh, yeah. Would you like to hear something beautiful? Sure. What is that? This is everything that Pow has experienced while we've been asleep. All the miscellaneous noise his speakers have picked up over the years. Like what? Could be anything. This is the noise of planets that have never been seen before. Not in a telescope, not in any charts or history books. This sound is the only record of its existence. And the only people who know about this planet are me, you, and Pau. That's incredible. I want to know what it is. You can almost see it, though, can't you? What's that it's picking up? Hard to say from just the audio. Weather, perhaps? A planet in its infancy? You weren't kidding. That really is beautiful. Shall we name it? What? The planet? Yes. Your choice. I get the next one. I'll call it Arcadia. My dad would like that. I like it too. And I think you're right. Martin will be very impressed indeed. Could you leave this on? Of course. Thank you. What is all that code? That's Pow. All of him. It's so weird seeing him like that. He feels like so much more. You'd say the same of the brain. I suppose. What are you deleting? 
I'm sorting through all his thoughts and feelings from the last 35 years. There's some things he doesn't need. Feelings? Indeed. If you want a fully free-thinking AI, you can't control what it learns. When they built the first self-driving lorry, for example, it knew how to read roads, it knew when to accelerate and when to brake, but after its first drive, they looked at all the things it had logged independently, like sympathy at a dead badger on the roadside, how beautiful rain was on the windscreen, even road rage. That's all independent learning? Yep. Unprogrammed? Yep. So if you don't control how Pal thinks, how do you control it? You don't. But can keep him pruned, deleting anything that isn't useful to our mission. Delete any feelings he's better off without. Like? Loneliness. Pal has been looking and listening to the deepest, darkest reaches of space all by himself for the last 35 years. Wouldn't you be lonely too? Amber, did you put that music on? No. That's on the recording. Is that one of ours? I don't think so. Those are drums. Pow, what are you playing here? I very much enjoyed how you wrote songs for the moon and for Mars. It became a little hobby of mine as I passed each planet. You wrote this? They sang to me. And I sang back. That isn't possible. Do you like it? Pow, this is... Sorry to interrupt, but Colbrook is requesting your attention on the bridge. Put him through. But... We'll come back to that. Muller, is that you? Are you with Ambed? Yep, we're both here. How are you getting on with the Philharmonic, James? No one's answering. Well, keep trying. Maybe there... No! I mean, there's... Nothing coming from the Philharmonic. At all. I don't think they're answering because... I don't think they're there. It looks like they've never been there. It, it looks like... It looks like the Philharmonic has never been used. Thank you for listening to episode 5 of Purusha, a 10-part Sonic adventure. Tune in next week for episode 6, The Philharmonic.